Stand by to receive our transmission. Broadcasting to all of humanity from RadioOnTheGo.com. I find this scientifically fascinating. This is North Central Iowa's own 98.9 FM, KQCR Parkersburg, Radio On The Go. The following is a production of Radio On The Go Sports. Find everything all right? Yeah. Arm, clean up on aisle four. Clean up on aisle five. Clean up in produce. Did you find everything okay? Yes, we did. Oh, good. Price check on honeydew. <laughs> Seven days a week, whipped cream on aisle 10. KQCR 98.9 FM proudly presents the Brothers Market Basketball Coaches Corner. Along with our segment supporters, KQCR welcomes Brothers Market of Parkersburg and Grundy Center as our title sponsor for the weekly conversation with our local high school basketball coaches. When you need game day groceries or food for every day, shop Brothers Market, open seven days a week. Here on KQCR this morning, talk with six area coaches about their team, their players, past games, and future opponents. It's a cart full of basketball meat and produce. The Brothers Market Basketball Coaches Corner, coming down the aisle to you next on 98.9 FM and the KQCR stream through RadioOnTheGo.com. Welcome to this week's edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm John Moenkel. On today's program, it's boys basketball coaches, so we'll hear from all of our area boys coaches here in just a little bit. Right now, let's run through the scores from Friday night. We'll start in the girls' basketball postseason. 1A Region 2 semifinals. Number 12, AGWSR beats Ankeny Christian 52-45. to And in the other semifinal, Newell Fonda beats Baxter 78-28. to 1A Region 6, number 5 West Fork beats Clarksville 57-35. And in the other semifinal, Maquoketa Valley beat Edgewood Colesburg 47-43. 2A Region 1, number 1 Dyke New Hartford beat Jessup 59-28. In the other semifinal, Bellevue beat West Branch 53-28. 2A Region 5, number 15 Applington Parkersburg beat Denver 52-32. And in the other semifinal, Beckman Catholic Upsets number six Cascade, 43-31. to Now to the boys' basketball postseason. Action from last night. 2A District 6, Grundy Center upset by Union, 65-57. And in 2A District 9, number three Applington Parkersburg beat West Branch, 69-59. We'll take our first time out, and we'll have our first interview next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. It's state wrestling week, and if you're grappling on what to get with groceries in your own house, well, listen to this from Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. They have some great specials like Frito-Lay party-sized chips, $3.99. Totino's Pizza Rolls, two boxes for $3. Also, fresh asparagus for $1.99 a pound. Ambrosia apples, 99 cents a pound. And Libby's Vegetables, five cans for $5. There's many other specials. Plus, if you have the mobile app, you save $5 when you spend $50 or more. Show the mobile app app at checkout for that discount. It's Brothers Market, open seven days a week, Parkersburg and Grundy Center, where they treat you like family. I'm now joined by Falcon head coach Aaron Thomas after a 69-59 victory over West Branch. Um, just talked to Garrett here a little bit ago, but uh, you know the name of the game here in the postseason is Survive in Advance. That's exactly what you guys did. Uh, what are your initial thoughts uh, following this this uh, big home win for your, for your team? Well, we knew it was going to be a tough game. Um, you know, West Branch is they got a nice team, extremely athletic, extremely physical, and um, so we knew it was going to be. And to me, the first one in the tournament's always tough. It's just mm -hmm. the nerves, or you know, the expectations, and and those things. But um, you know, I was proud of our guys. We made enough plays. I, I thought. 
Uh, Kai Roddinghouse and Will Stegge were huge for us tonight. Um, you know, off the bench, I, I thought they gave us absolutely great minutes and some energy. You know, Kai's dunks obviously bring a lot of energy. Will hit some big threes when we needed them. And then, um, you know, I, I thought, uh, you know, Garrett settled in, had a really good second half for us. And um, just proud, you know, Right now, there's no style points. It doesn't matter. We won. We're moving forward, and that's at the end of the day, we will take that. You bet. So, uh, like you said, Garrett Hempen with 21 points to lead the way. Um, but a, a kind of a, a slow start for him. I mean, he was. I mean, West Branch did their homework. That he was being defended really well. Yep. Um, obviously, I mean, me and Boozman talking on the broadcasts all year. As Garrett goes, you know, you guys go as a team. You go, if you know what I'm saying. So, how how critical was it to finally see him pick up the pace there in that second half? That was good to get him going. You know, that was. Uh, um, need him, and I think I don't know what him and Gavin they got to the line a lot, and that was key uh, to ice that thing away. You know, we had missed it. Garrett got his own rebound, dribbled it out, ran some clock, and that was you know really heady. I was yelling it, but I didn't know if he'd hear me. But just then we could, and we made our free throws down the stretch. We need to do a little better job getting some stops, uh, make that time go a little more. But uh, those are things we can work on here in practice. And the beauty of it is we're still playing. We got the 20 wins on the season. Um, so we'll celebrate those things, but we got to stay hungry and get ourselves ready to go. In the pregame, we had talked about how Holden Arneman was uh, the, the big player for West Branch, and you guys ended up holding him to just eight points. How critical yeah. was it holding him you know, that far under his average, whereas you know he gets his average, it's a totally different ballgame. Yeah, right? absolutely. I thought we really did a good job defensively. You know, we started diamond and one, but, but they had other guys make shots, so then we just went to either regular zone or, or man. Um, 23 for them. I can't remember his last name. That that guy plays hard. Yeah. I mean, he competed. The first half, it wasn't close. Who the toughest guy on the floor? I challenged our guys at halftime. You know, I just said 23 right now is the toughest player on the floor. Uh, so we got to get going. I thought our guys responded to that. I thought they battled them um, the second half. But I was, I was proud of our our defensive effort. Uh, with Arnold, he's a he's a good player, and, and I thought we did a good job shutting him down. Yeah, so you go stride for stride. Um, you know, yeah, the Charles City game here last week ended up being a closer game, and then uh, here this game is you you pull away there late. Uh, how important is that moving forward in the playoffs? Just having you know another one of these tight type of games is you know you're going to have to execute some things down the stretch here. And they're all going to happen. Uh, you you look whether we play Jessup or Cascade, whoever wins that tomorrow, that's going to be a dogfight, and then. You know, I don't. I'm not certain on the other side who won, but uh, I know there's Monticello, Albernet, um, Comanche, um, are all over there in Denton. I mean, there's good teams. Um, so, postseason basketball, we're gonna have to earn our trip. You know, every year we've been able to get there, we've had an extremely tough road. Um, the years we thought maybe we got a good draw, we've ended up getting beat. So, um, we'll just keep uh, keep rolling and one at a time at this stage. And like I said, there's no style points. As long as you win, you keep playing. So we'll take it and and. Uh, Get things, get a scouting report put together, and we got to have a couple of good days of practice and get ready to roll. I'll resume my conversation with Applington Parkersburg boys basketball coach Aaron Thomas next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Your local Landis cooperatives are helping growers plan for another successful season. As we go through winter, farmers are making decisions on seed, fertilizers, and ag chemicals to improve or maintain high yields in their fields. Your nearby Landis co-ops have the best ag inputs at the best price with expertise and services growers need to succeed, making for a better bottom line for your farming operation. In Dyke New Hartford country, see your local Landis agronomist. We are the land, and the land is us. Landis. 
who has the appliances you need and is just a few minutes away? It's AP Appliance Heating and Cooling. For decades, they have provided professional heating and cooling services, but remember, they're appliances. AP Appliance is a dealer of Maytag, Mana, Whirlpool, and KitchenAid, brands you can trust. Plus, AP Appliance backs them up with expert service. Stop by this week, Monday through Friday, and check out their line of refrigerators, freezers, washers and dryers, as well as stoves and dishwashers. Get Best, KitchenAid, Maytag, Amana, and Whirlpool from AP Appliance Heating and Cooling, Highway 57, Parkersburg. Hi, this is Sammy Cummings with Greenbelt Bank & Trust. Our newest location in Parkersburg is open to assist you with all your banking needs. Our lobby hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., and drive-up hours Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30. Our mobile banking unit features in-person, full-service banking, a convenient drive-up, and a night deposit option. We can help you with a full line of products and services, from a new checking or savings account to a large variety of loan options. We think you will enjoy seeing familiar faces, a new location, and another reason that Greenbelt Bank & Trust is leading the way. Iowa Falls, Parkersburg, Ackley, Grundy Center, Eldora, and Belmont. Greenbelt Bank & Trust, member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. An hour Zoom a conversation with Appleton Parkersburg boys basketball coach Aaron Thomas on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Kind of tough to think about when you're in the heat of the moment, you know, especially for the players as well. But uh, for you know the seniors, such as you know Garrett Hempen and all the rest of your seniors, this is their last ever home game, you right? Know, neutral yeah. site here from from this point forward. What did it mean for those guys to be able to close it out here uh, the right way in front of uh, a huge crowd here tonight? Yeah, our people are so good, and you know it's fun to play the girls. And you know, congratulations, Coach Driscoll and them. You know, playing to go to state and, and just a great atmosphere. And those guys should be proud of the you know Garrett and all of our seniors. They're four years here whether it was playing fresh off jv varsity we didn't lose much here you know grandview a couple times you know dnh maybe um they didn't lose much and uh um they they've taken the program and putting their stamp in their legacy and i know where they want it to end and hopefully it'll be a while <laughs> all right um you briefly touched on kai roddinghouse going back to the game a little bit here he ends up with uh with uh six points uh tonight uh has a big time dunk as well i mean yeah. it seemed whenever he had the basketball it got this place rocking that got the crowd rocking it gave a spark to the players how, how critical do you think you know he, he didn't have a ton of points but how critical do you think those plays were for your team he had two big dunks for us but i i thought really where he was good is he rebounded the heck out of it and defensively just changes shots his arms are so long and his timing is so good um, and just proud of him for stepping up. He's a guy who's put an awful lot of time in the gym outside the basketball season. He was up here almost um, at least four times a week this summer um, in the spring shooting this fall, get, getting himself better. He got in the weight room. He's still pretty thin, but he's come a long way since he, he came and asked if he could come out for basketball a week before Christmas break his freshman year. Didn't play in junior high. I wish we could get like a red shirt on him and get him back one more for next year. But happy for him. And like I said, him and Will Steggy, you know, that's what you want out of seniors. Stumping up that last night. I thought Adam uh, Shipper came in, did his role, defended. He, he brought some toughness at 23 and challenged him. Uh, and that was big. So district final coming up on Tuesday, either Cascade or Jessup. Uh, location to be determined doesn't really matter, I guess. Right. But uh, what are the going to be the key objectives in practice between now and then, now that you got one of these postseason games uh, under your belts? Our attention to detail has got to be a little better. There were some, some breakdowns we had from the scouting reports. So we're going to have to walk through a little more and make sure. And then we just got to stay loose and, and play with confidence because if we can do that and do what we do, that's going to be the key. All right, big win for you guys at home tonight. Any final thoughts uh, before we head to the district final here next week? No, just saying, like I said, I can't thank our people enough. Um, it helps having that crowd, and when we did need some energy and need some runs, our, our people brought it as always, and just very proud of our guys. And um, 
and what they got going. And, and fortunate, we have a really good coaching staff, GMO, and those guys gave uh, excellent suggestions and, and, and great scouting coach Waters on the scouting report was spot on once again. And uh, just very fortunate to be the head coach with a lot of really, really good pieces, including you and Boozy on the broadcast of our program. Appreciate the kind words. That's Aaron Thomas, head coach of the AP Boys basketball team. Congrats on the win. We'll catch you next week. Can't wait, Jimmo. Northern Iowa men's basketball play-by-play along with the Panther Point of View show on Thursday nights brought to you in part by Highview Animal Hospital between Applington and Parkersburg, Howie Equipment, Trailer Sales and Tire of Hampton, and by Meyer Ag Services south of Belmont. Our next broadcast of Northern Iowa men's basketball is this Saturday as the Panthers are on the road to visit Springfield, Missouri and Missouri State's Bears. 2.30 pregame, 3 p.m. is tip-off. Tune in this Saturday, you and I at Missouri State, right here on 98.9 KQCR. I'm now joined by Dyke and Hartford head boys basketball coach Alex Tagto after his team falls 81-60 uh, to the Pirates uh, on the road here tonight. Coach, uh, Hudson kind of started the, or uh, yeah, ended the game the same way they started it, and that was absolutely lights out from uh, uh, from the field. It just seemed like they could not miss, and uh, to your team's credit, you guys are stuck in there. You uh, you showed great effort, got it to within 10 a couple different times, but uh, unfortunately not to be tonight. Uh, what can you say about uh, this game now that you kind of have a chance to, you know, kind of uh, think about it a little bit, you know? Yeah, I, I think you nailed it there. Uh, we talked about pregame. Uh, they shoot it so well as a team. Um, you know, it's not one guy. You know, you, you got to defend everybody out there to 25 feet. So, um, you know, they they started fast. Uh, so so definitely credit to them starting fast, you know, in your home gym. They, they were ready to rock and roll out of the gates. Um, but but I, I thought we really did settle in there. Um, second, third quarter, uh, we, we kind of settled down defensively. You know, we got some stops. The thing that really killed us, um, you know, to go along with their shooting in the first half, their offensive rebounding was outstanding. Um, you know, it. I don't have the stats in front of me, but it felt like every time they missed, they were putting it back. Uh, you know, and, and that was a killer. I mean, we were we were working really hard to run their shooters off the line after that fast start. And honestly, I thought we did a good job of it, but we didn't get anything out of it because it, they were putting it back every time. So, you know, that was... That was tough in the first, and then in the second half, you know, like we said, we we, we, we battled and we scraped and, and we, we were hanging around, hanging around, and then they had that spurt in the fourth. Um, uh, who was it? Olsen made those two in a row, yeah. and, uh, you know, it was it was tough for us, for us from there. Yeah. Well, that thing about the offensive rebounding, too, I mean, is that just like positioning on you guys or just the physicality of Hudson, or what do you, how do you kind of, you know, explain that? You yeah, know? I think it's a little bit of both. Um, you know, their guys were really committed to going in there. Um, but on the other side of that, you know, we, we, were, we were so focused on, on rotations and scrambling to the shooters, um, you know, we kind of lost our matchups and, and had, a, had a hard time finding somebody to box out in there. But, but they did a tremendous job of, of, of being physical and being committed to being in there too. Yeah, Hudson definitely did their homework uh, for you guys because they were able to really hold uh, Benton Bixby in check with just six points. That sure makes it tough, doesn't it, when your leading score is held to just six, you know, a lot of those coming late as well? Yeah, yeah it does. Uh, you know, I thought in, in the first half um, – all game, you know, that they were really focused on taking him away, um, you know, and, and that's we've seen that all year. You know, it's no secret we're trying to trying to get that thing inside as often as possible. Um, in the first half, it, it bothered us, and we were stagnant. 
you know, we're looking at a picture of, you know, three, four white jerseys in the lane. And, again, not something we haven't seen, right? We just looked at it. In the second half, you know, we changed what we were doing. We were just committed to moving off the ball. Uh, and that movement was generating really good offense for us. And, honestly, it's a big credit to Benton to accept that, you know, if they're going to play defense that way, we're going to get it at the rim through our other guys, you know. And to have a senior, you know, um, he's, you know, over 18 a game, you know, he, he's accustomed to touching the ball a lot. And for him to, you know, be unselfish enough to say, you know, I know my teammates can get layups if we're patient and move this thing. And I was really proud of him for that. So, and then uh, another aspect of this game, Hudson had two guys over 20 points. Camden Davis ended up with uh, 29. I think he actually had uh, 20 at half. So you're able to hold him in check a little bit more, at least in the in the second half. But, uh, man, another case where you have two guys, two, uh, two opponents, say, you know, going off for over 20 points, another thing that I'm sure really made it tough as well. Yeah, Davis is such a tough cover. Um, you know, they... They play him at the five, and they play that small lineup around him. Uh, and he, they have such good spacing, such good shooting to go along with how talented he is. So, you know, without that, he's still a tough cover. He's so good at getting to the rim, such a good finisher, so athletic. Um, but when you add in all that spacing and all that extra layer, it's just it's tough to cover him, and he's a great player. I'll resume my conversation with Dyke New Hartford Boys basketball coach Alex Tagto next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Your local Landis cooperatives are helping growers plan for another successful season. As we go through winter, farmers are making decisions on seed, fertilizers, and ag chemicals to improve or maintain high yields in their fields. Your nearby Landis co-ops have the best ag inputs at the best price with expertise and services growers need to succeed, making for a better bottom line for your farming operation. In Dyke New Hartford country, see your local Landis agronomist. We are the land, and the land is us. Landis. I now resume my conversation with Dyke New Hartford boys basketball coach Alex Tagto on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Big picture here, it's kind of fresh. You know, your first season is uh, has officially come to a close, 10-13 and 13 overall, but, you know, your first season is now in the books, so what can you say about, you know, what you were able to accomplish here at Dyke Hartford in the first season? You know, obviously getting to know all the people in the school district, the team, and all that stuff, and uh, obviously I'm sure you're looking to really build things for the future as well with a lot of youth on this team. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, big picture-wise, uh, you know, just, just being a part of the community at DNH has been really great. Uh, you know, as a teacher and just, just personally, all that thing, uh, couldn't ask for a better place. Um, you know, everybody's been so great to me. Uh, everybody goes out of their way to, to kind of help and, and, and make my job easy. So couldn't, couldn't ask for that to be better. Um, on the basketball side of things, yeah, I agree with what you said. You know, we started three sophomores and a junior tonight. Um, so we've got a lot of youth. We've got a lot of guys that, uh, that uh, I think – can grow a lot you know they're they're producing now as young guys but i think they've got uh really high ceilings as we get them developed and and get them a little bit more experience so i'm excited to see where we can take this thing yep uh, and then one more question about tonight's game uh obviously not enough uh, you got three guys in double figures not enough for the victory obviously but 17 each for um jace jensen and colin meester and then 11 for uh, for Devin Lott, so uh, you got some younger guys, you know, really getting it done in the in the scoring column tonight. In the absence of a leading scorer, well, not absence, I guess, but but uh, you know, uh, Benton Bixby not able to you know produce at his typical rate. What was yeah. it like to just see those guys, you know, produce like that? 
Yeah, it was great. I, I would throw Jack Severson in there too. First oh, career yeah. start yeah. as a sophomore. You know, he had nine, and and to be honest with with you, they were they were part of a big run, and, and he was not afraid of the moment. I think those guys too. Uh, you know, Jack and Jace in particular, uh, they did produce. You know, in the stat sheet, but they were really doing a great job of communicating and, and helping us get that movement and helping us. Uh, you know kind of find their way scoring in the second half. So it's really great to see that out of the young guys and excited to have them back next year. All right. Uh, again, 81-60, you guys uh, fall tonight. But any final thoughts you want to share about your program before we wrap up? Yeah, just proud of the guys. I mean, I, I can't say it enough. Um, you know, being a DNH is, has been great to me this year. Um, really, really loved it so far. Really love all the guys on the team. And, you know, just can't wait to get back at it next year. All right, DNH Boys basketball coach Alex Tagtoe, thanks for the time, coach, and uh, congrats on uh, completing your first season at the helm. Yeah, thank you so much. Appreciate the coverage. Always good to talk to you. It's state wrestling week, and if you think you're paying too much for your groceries, do a reversal and come back to Brothers Market in Grundy Center or Parkersburg where they have some great specials going on this week. That includes Betty Crocker Cake or Brownie Mix, two boxes for $3. Pick up Play Yogurts, 10 for $6. Brothers Market has Best Choice Russet Potatoes, a five-pound bag for $2.99. Best Choice Pasta for just $0.99. Cents, and Fresh Chicken Wings, $1.59 per pound. So pin down your grocery list. Say money and get a win going to Brothers Market, Highway 57 in Parkersburg, Highway 175 in Grundy Center, where they treat you like family. We're back on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Joining me now is AGWSR Boys Basketball Coach Riley Shipper, as we are now recapping the 2022-23 season. Coach, thanks for taking a little bit of time today. Um, before we uh, kind of talk a big picture here on uh, the season as a whole, let's go back to that uh, final game up at Riceville, a 75-48 to loss to end the season in one of those uh, eight-versus-nine play-in games. Can you go back and uh, recap that game and uh, how that ultimately went for your team? We, we played a really good um, first two-and-a-half quarters. Um, uh, Bradley Roder really got going early. Uh, Niederhoff was going with him. Um, you know, then we kind of got some foul trouble uh, and, and, and got in some turnover trouble um, about halfway through that, that third quarter that really put us in a hole. Um, and, and the story of our season been all year, if we get in that big hole, it's hard for us to dig it out, uh, you know, especially when we, we don't score it at a high rate. Um, but, yeah, you know, overall effort-wise, I was really happy. Um, you know, like I said, Bradley and Gabe had, had, had great had great games for us. Um you know, and Bradley finished his career, you know, scored 17 or 19, I think it was. And, uh, you know, I was happy for him to go out that way. Um, you know, he left it on the court. Um, and so, yeah, you know, a, a disappointing end of the season. Um, you know, a game I thought we had a chance in. But, you know, we, we gave it everything we had and, and just didn't come out on top. Yeah, and uh, also in that game, uh, you'd said uh, you – you had uh, been proud to see, you know, the guys going on somewhat of a high note with uh, Bradley playing well in his last game. Gabe Niederhoff, he's just a junior, but he'll be back. He had a double-double in that game, too, so I'm sure that, you know, nice kind of a nice springboard. He was the leading scorer and had 11 rebounds as well, kind of a next uh, uh, springboard into the future, wouldn't you say? Yeah, you know, Gabe Gabe, Gabe has led us in rebounding all year, um, you know, and, and I think for him, um, some of it was about confidence this year. You know, last year he kind of, he kind of slid under people's radars and, 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 and led us in scoring last year, but that was because people really didn't know a lot about him. Um, you know, so this year, teams were able to focus on him more. Um, but, yeah, I was happy for him to go out go on in such a high, high note with a double-double. Um, you know, he had multiple double-doubles this year for us. Um, his, his rebound mark for the year will, um, you know, end up on our single-season record board. Um, you know, I, don't, I think it's like maybe in like 11th place, but, you know, that, that, that shows that he was willing to do the, the, the little thing, you know, to help us succeed, and, and for him to go out with a double-double was great. 
So big picture here, it ends up being an 0-21 season. Um, you know, unfortunate that you guys uh, didn't pick, uh, pick up a win, but I guess at this point it you know kind of just is what it is. Um, what, what were some of the biggest factors that resulted uh, in what ended up being a winless campaign this year? Uh, you know, I, I, I think a lot of inexperience. Um, you know, we, we didn't bring back a ton of guys. You know, I think we only brought back um, Bradley and Gabe that had really played significant men- minutes and, and Talon Mutchler that had played very little. Um, you know, so it was a lot of guys that, that didn't know what the varsity level was like, um, you know, hadn't touched the floor. Um, I think they learned that, you know, it's not it's not the same as playing at the JV level. We, you know, the, not saying that the JV level is not competitive, but the varsity level is that next step up. Um, you know, so, so hopefully some of these young guys really, um, you know, relished in that role, uh, you know, understand what it takes to be to be good. Um, you know, we've got to be better in the off season, uh as far as, you know, getting guys here, um, seeing guys and, and just getting shots up, you know, shots up, getting ball handling done, um, you know, and, and, and getting them excited again. Um, you know, it, it's not always easy at to, coming off an 21 year. I know that, um, you know, to, to get guys excited about basketball. You know, but I said all year long uh, that the guys showed up um, and, and never complained. Um, you know, they never, you know, never said, you know, we're, we're at this point in the year, you know, let's just get it over with. You know, they fought tooth and nail every game out. Um, so I don't see that happening for us. Um, I, I see guys, you know, being hungry to come back, uh, you know, to get us off of that, that losing streak. Um, so, yeah, you know, and, and just, just, you know, we had some run-ins there with some injuries. Um, you know, with Bradley, lose Bradley for three weeks. I, did, I thought there were some games, uh, you know, in that stretch that we, we would have had a chance in. Um, that would probably, if he was healthy, uh, and you know, and then Bradley down the stretch, even you know, I, I think he probably finished about sixty to seventy-five percent um, on the year, you know, with with his ankle. But you know, he was willing to come back and play, and, and I appreciate that out of him. Um, you know, for your for your best player all year to to say, you know, even though even though I've got this hurt ankle, you know, it'd be, be very easy to shut it down, and he didn't. You know, he came back and, and gave us everything he still had. So. Yeah, you know, just moving into the off season. Um, you know, I hope guys get hungry um, and and really, you know, want to get better. And 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 we'll see where we can go next year. So on the flip side of that, uh, what do you think were some of the best moments? Maybe some highlights or moments that you know made you most proud of your team here throughout the season. Um, you know, I, I think the East Marshall game um, really stands out. You know, one of our last games of the year. Um, you know, we got beat by nine by them. Uh, it was a forty point game the first time. Uh, those guys did. We we really we executed a game plan that night. Um, we were able to to kind of control the, the pace of the game, which we knew we'd have to do. Um, so that that game really stands out, um, you know. And the North Tama game, um, you know, we gave ourselves a chance. We lost that one late, um, you know. And and we played Janesville pretty tough. We went up to Denver and played really really well up at Denver. Um, and so you know, it, it, it's little games that stand out. It's little things that stand out throughout the year. Uh, you know, like I said, Gabe's going to move into the single season mark on. Um, are in the single season record boards on rebounds. Uh, Bradley Roder is going to be on the single season for steals. Uh, uh, you know, in the top ten for single season in steals. At, I think he ended up with just over sixty, um, and then he's going to end up on the career list for steals at, at just over like one hundred and fifteen or something like that. That'll put him on our career list. Um, so you know, it, it's exciting. You know, you can say at zero and twenty one that you know there's no success, but um, you know, it, it's just those little things that stand out. Um, you know, and, and make success. You know, to add guys to a list, even though, you know, you didn't win a game, is still showing that those guys show up um, and, and want to be there for you. You know, and I'm always going to be there for them as long as they're there for me. So, you know, I, I appreciate everything the guys do for me. Um, and, and like I said, it, 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 it's not easy to go on 21, but it, it, it's a lot easier with the guys that I have. I'll resume my conversation with AGWSR boys basketball coach Riley Shipper next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show.
February means it's Financial Aid Month, and that also means that your FAFSA is due soon. What's FAFSA? It means free application for federal student aid. Ellsworth Community College reminds you the deadline for completing your FAFSA is March 1st. Reach out to the Financial Aid Office at Ellsworth in Iowa Falls for any questions or assistance. Let them help you create your experience at Ellsworth Community College. Give them a call at 641-648-4611 or visit ellsworthcollege.com to learn more. Ellsworth Community College, For over 80 years, Farm Bureau Financial Services has served the unique needs of the ag industry. This is Barry Hoffmeister in Ackley. We get to know you and your operation, providing coverage for your farm, ranch, machinery, crops, livestock, and so much more. Find out why we've been the number one ag insurer for 25 years. It's your future. Let's protect it. Call Farm Bureau agent Barry Hoffmeister in Ackley at 641-847-2376. Number one ag insurer across our territory, 1996 to 2021, SNL, PNC Group Direct Written Premium. Light it up, get wired, repair, update, or install your electrical wiring with Forgy Electric of Ackley. John Forgy and his crew can do the job for you. They are busy this winter doing retro and LED upgrades for homes and shops. If you have bigger projects such as wiring for new construction, additions, farm sites, and businesses, don't wait. Forgy Electric is already getting booked into summer. Call now and talk with John Forgy at Forgy Electric of Ackley, 847-8022. 641-847-8022. Hanson Family Hospital is pleased to welcome rheumatology telemedicine to our specialty services in Iowa Falls. With a growing number of people in the United States affected by rheumatic diseases, we understand the importance of offering this service to our community. Our visiting rheumatologists will meet with patients twice a month remotely through telemedicine, a safe and secure way for a medical consultation with an off-site provider. A provider referral is required for an appointment. Hanson Family Hospital is healthcare you can count on. And now resume my conversation with AGWSR boys basketball coach Riley Shipper on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Let's talk about uh, some of your key contributors here this year. You know, a lot of the conversation has been about Bradley and Gabe, but, you know, then you have guys like, uh, for instance, George Van Hove, you know, getting a lot more playing time in the absence of a guy like uh, like Bradley Roder. I know Talon Munchler, you know, he, he started a lot more here this year after, you know, being one of the few returners uh, for this team. Uh, what, what are some, what's kind of the story with uh, kind of the rest of those guys um, as far as the guys that, you know, made contributions here this year uh, throughout the lineup? Yeah, you know, George is a guy that's always um, always been around the program. Uh, you know, and, and, and he George loves basketball. I don't think there's a day that I don't see him with the basketball in his hand, even outside the season. Um, you know, any free time he has, he wants to come in the gym, he wants to get shots up. Um, so, yeah, for George to contribute, um, you know, I, I really and, – and, and to say that, you know, you ask big moment, George George really played well uh, against East Marshall um, for us, and that was the only game he started for us this year. But, you know, his effort that night and, – and he always gives effort, um, you know, and, and that's – that's something. That's all I asked of George. Uh, you know, he was able to step on the floor some nights and make shots. And I think other teams were surprised. You know, lo- looking at it saying, you know, you know, we're going to allow him to shoot. And George wasn't afraid to shoot it, and we needed that. Uh, you know, and then Talon Mutcher. Yeah, um, Talon. You know, like I said last year, really, I don't know if he even scored last year. Uh, you know, he did play in what, a huge game last year in the Wapsie Valley game. Played significant minutes in that game and that win. Um, but you know, there were nights where where when Talon really put his mind to it and, and gave a ton of effort. Uh, Talon was really good. Uh, you know, and 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 we need that out of him. Um, I, I think he, 
I think for him to start all 21 games for us, you know, was big, you know, especially since we had nobody coming back. But, but Talon proved that he deserved that spot. Um, you know, he, he was constant. He, he understood the offense all the time. He knew where he we was supposed to be on defense. And, and, and at nights, you know, it really, really rebounded well. And, and we asked a lot of him. You know, he was the guy that inbounded it against most nights when we saw press. And, you know, the ball was going to come back to him. So he had to handle it, try to handle it against the press. And, and that's a big ask for somebody that hasn't played a ton of minutes. Um, you know, and then Ryan Pickering, uh, Ryan, Ryan was a guy too that, you know, I, I had on my radar last year. He really shot it well. I don't think he shot it as well as he, as he's capable of. Um, but some of that's just, just the big moment. The, you know, you're, you're trying to do so much to win games. And I think Ryan just wasn't comfortable some night, you know, and, and saying that he was going to be that guy. Um, I think he'll realize after this year that, you know, he can be. Um, and, and I really look forward to him taking those steps forward. Uh, Carter Roeder was another guy, you know, Carter stepped up and, and started, you know, in place of his brother, um, when, when Bradley went down and, and Carter always plays hard. I, I, I'm, I'm going to say Carter's not a, Carter's not a basketball guy, but Carter plays basketball hard. And, you know, some of those, sometimes those guys that play really hard, um, you know, turn into basketball players and, and Carter's one of those, um, you know, he, he's fighting for rebounds. He's, he's an undersized guard, but he's not afraid to go up against bigger guys. Um, and so, you know, we need guys like that. Um, so, yeah, you know, hopefully, and Carver Brown was another one. Carver played significant minutes in Bradley's absence, and and another guy that hasn't played a ton of minutes, but you know, had to increase his role um, just based off of our depth. And another guy that's going to come back for us next year that you know I, I really look to take that next step. Uh, Carver's another guy that's in the gym a lot, um, and 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 guys like that we need, um, you know, and we need to keep building and, and keep building that depth, and and hopefully our freshman class that comes in is is, is ready to build that depth as well. So you end up having uh, four seniors uh, departing the program now. Um, what can you say about uh, about your senior class this year and helping provide that leadership? You know, especially through uh, through a, a tough season, and you know, always uh, you know helping uh, keep the vibes positive. Yeah, um, we actually ended up with two Bradley and George. Um, Bo and Braden Miller ended up um, having some other things come up. They didn't finish the year for us, but you know, obviously, I'll start with George. Um, you know, like I said, just said a minute ago, George George is somebody that always showed up. Um, always wanted to be a part of it. Um, he was a willing worker. Um, you know, didn't didn't care what his role was. Just wanted to be a part of it. Um, you know, which was why it was so rewarding as a coach um, to get George a bunch of minutes this year um, because he he'd given those other three years. Uh, you know, even though George loved playing JV basketball, um, you know, I think he had time of life playing it. But it was rewarding for him to get the minutes on the on the varsity floor and and have have the success that he did. Uh, you know, he he deserved it. That's what happens when you put in four years and and are always willing to be there. Um, so yeah, you know, I look forward to George, um, you know, outside of high school doing big things. Um, he's, he's a willing worker. He's a hard worker, you know, and I was just glad to have him for four years. Um, Bradley, you know, is, is a guy that I think has grown, um, probably the most over four year stretch, uh, out of any of my players. Um, you know, he was, he was young. He was, he was fiery, um, you know, and, and you had to reel him back in. Uh, and, and I think this year he really took, took that role as far as getting reeled back in. Not that I didn't want him to play hard, but Bradley played sometimes too hard where, you know, as a junior we didn't, you know, a lot of times he wasn't on the floor. Uh, we had a lot of talks with him, you know, before this year about, you know, when you play well, it, it goes along with the amount of minutes you've had. Uh, you know, when guys frustrated him and he gets, got in foul trouble, you know, when he was a sophomore, when he was a junior, he didn't spend a lot of time on the floor. So this year he spent, you know, he played a lot of nights, 32 minutes, um, and, and gave us a ton of effort. Uh, like I said, his steals mark. Um, and, and his ability to score this year, you know, really surprised me. You know, not not on the steals aspect because he he was one of the leading in the conference last year, and you know didn't even get to play the full year last year. And same thing again this year. You know, he missed some games again, and 
and, and, you know, it was too bad. You know, it was somebody that, you know, I, I, I love having around. Um, he, he can be a jokester, but he also can take things seriously at the same time. So, you know, yeah, you know, between Bradley and George, you know, we'll really miss him. I, I, I give credit to those two for being, you know, alone two seniors that, um, you know, stuck it out for me. Um, and, and, you know, I've been here with me for four years. The four years that I've been the head coach, uh, those guys are the first, the first two that, have, that I've had go through the, the whole program. So, you know, I, I give credit to them. I, I give thanks to them. You know, the parents, I'm glad that, um, you know, they allowed them to be out. And, uh, you know, we're going to miss them. Um, you know, it's a, spot, a couple spots that we've got to fill for next year, and, and we'll really, you know, we'll really have to look into who, who that's going to be. And when it comes to this uh, upcoming off season, that you know, I guess is already uh, underway here, so it's technically not upcoming. But what are kind of your general expectations for your guys to, to make sure that you know they're in the best shape and ready to go once once next season rolls around? You know, first and foremost is getting you know being consistent in the weight room. Uh, you know, we guys have got to be there. Um, I, I think that's that's of, of most importance. Um, you know, we've got to get stronger. You know, some of our some of our turnovers this year were just we weren't strong enough. Um, you know, and guys just took it out of our hands and. So we've got to get in the weight room, um, and then you know after our, after the weight room in the mornings, we 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 go straight into three days a week with uh, um, our off season workouts. You know, just getting got basketball in guys' hands. Um, you know, as long as we get enough guys there, we can kind of start installing some offense and, and seeing what seeing what seeing what's going to work and what may not work for the season. Um, as well as you know just just being around each other. Uh, you know, I, I think you know we're going to have to develop a new chemistry. Um, obviously, with with different guys and. And so developing that chemistry, being around each other, getting a basketball in their hands, um, you know, the most important thing is, is getting a basketball in their hands. You know, you, you can – and they hear all coaches say it, and I say it every year, that basketball players aren't made from November to February. They're made from, from February to, to November. You know, and that's, that's, that's when it's got to happen. That's when it's got to take place. And, and you know, for our guys, um, that's that what we have to do, and, and, and hopefully we can get off of this, you know, off this own 21 trend and, and, and start to build. All right. Uh, anything else you want to share about your program, or anything else that I uh, didn't think to ask before we wrap up here today? No. You know, I just want to thank you guys for for covering us all year. Um, you know, I appreciate the, the the coaches' shows in the morning, um, and and coming out to games and 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 talking after games. Um, you know, I want to thank Cougar fans for for our support all year long, our administration. Uh, you know, for having our back. Uh, you know, and then my wife and kids at home. Uh, you know, they're the utmost important. Uh, they allow me to do what I love, and and without them, I wouldn't get to do this. All right, AGWSR boys basketball coach Riley Shipper, appreciate the time, coach, and best of luck here in the offseason. Thanks, John. More is coming up next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Whether you will be watching or listening to the state wrestling action, you can take down your grocery list easily and save money at Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. And just in time for the state wrestling tournament, Brothers Market has fresh chicken wings, $1.59 per pound. They have Totino's pizza rolls, two boxes for $3, Libby's vegetables, five cans for $5, and many other specials. Plus, their mobile app special this week is save $5 when you spend $50 or more. So just show that mobile app at checkout. Spend $50 or more, and you save 5 bucks instantly. Get the pin, get the win by shopping Brothers Market this week and save big bucks on your groceries, Parkersburg and Grundy Center. It's time for an FFA salute this hour, thanks to Tobin Drainage and First Security Bank. Members of the FFA learn at home and abroad. Through programs like ICAL, the International Collegiate Agricultural Leadership Program, Members travel overseas to learn about global agriculture and international marketing. Today and every day in 2023, we salute the FFA and our local FFA members. This salute to our area FFA members and chapters, thanks to First Security Bank and Trust in all their area locations. 
as well as Kevin and Jill Tobin at Tobin Drainage of Parkersburg. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by Grundy Center Boys basketball coach Brent Thorin. Uh, unfortunately, the Spartans had their season come to an end on Friday night against Union, 65-57 the final score. Coach, thanks for taking a little bit of time here. Uh, don't have any stats in front of me. I uh, haven't been entered into bound yet, but uh, can you just uh, uh, recap this one and kind of tell me uh, how things ultimately uh, went Union's way here in this one? Well, I mean, we came out, we did a really good job um, offensively. We missed some opportunities early, but we we were able to come out and have put together a pretty nice first quarter. Um, you know, I thought we shot the ball pretty well, and we missed some opportunities again. Um, second quarter, you know, we were kind of plagued. We were we were kind of on the verge of, you know, pulling ahead and getting a, a pretty decent lead, and we just led to turnovers, and we had too many turnovers that led to points for them, and you know, credit them. They shot the ball incredibly well. Um, I, I, I don't even have an idea what percentage they shot the ball, but they took the shot clock deep into the shot clock, and they were shooting three-pointers with time expiring on the shot clock and making them. I, I would have to guess they probably shot 65 to 70% from the three-point line. Um, you know, it's kind of an anatomy of a, you know, of an upset where you got to make your shots from the outside, and they did. Um we had a terrible third quarter. I think we only had eight points, so they had 16. So we really were battling from behind the whole time. And I, they got to the line. They shot 27 foul shots, and we shot five. Um, you know, it's just one of those things where they were attacking the basket, getting some foul calls against us, unfortunately, and put us in a situa- couple situations where just having to play from behind, and we just have enough, didn't have enough shots fall for us which forced us to kind of pick up, you know, and take some shots that, you know, early into our offense as far in terms of trying to get a quality look. Um, but th- credit them, they were they had a, a heck of a game plan, and their kids really executed, played really loose. I mean, made some incredible shots. Um, you know, just were a lot of people, were, they had three guys that had plus 15 points on us. So, um you know, they, they were really good, and, um, you know, just for us, unfortunately, um, you know, we just didn't get the job done tonight, And uh, but that was a credit to the Union. I mean, I'd like to think that we could have played a lot better, but, um, but boy, they Union played really, really well, so give them a lot of credit. Yeah, so that third quarter, uh, you had said that they outscored you guys 16-8. to eight. Uh, What do you think the, the key factors were there in that third quarter? Things, you know, totally going the opposite of your direction. Well, I mean, we came out, we had a really nice set, uh, set play to start the half, and um, just our inability to, to just score the ball. I mean, point-blank range shots just weren't falling, and... Um, you know, their big guy underneath was making just some incredible plays. I mean, one-handed tips were going in, um, you know, just getting to the basket um, for some of their guys. And, and, I mean, they're shooting 28-foot three-pointers, you know, six feet beyond the three-point line, and they're going in. So, uh, you know, we're, we're having to, you know, really push them off the three-point line just because they're shooting at such a high clip. And, um, and then they're getting into the lane. And they're finishing shots, and uh, you know, I, I I can't fault our kids' effort. Um, you know, we were trying to do whatever we could to you know defensively to to keep them out of there. But you know, we we weren't necessarily getting a lot of chances to even rebound the ball because their efficiency. I I would bet 
their their shooting efficiency for the night was probably over sixty percent, um, both threes and twos. I mean, they, they just they were just hitting on all cylinders, and um, and like I said, we just unable to convert um, with some of our buckets underneath, um, you know, and um, for whatever reason, and um, we used to get to the foul line enough. I thought. Um, they just there's just a multitude of things that were going against us and um you know we just could not early on where we had some momentum we could not secure it just because we just were careless with the ball and gave them extra possessions and really gave them a spark emotionally and um let them hang around early in the first half and then after that we just just had a just a clunker of a third quarter unfortunately and um, you know, that really led to us trying to have to take some shots that were, you know, early in, early in the possession, didn't fall, they go down, and then they just suck the air out of the ball then uh, in the possession. And that was really uh, kind, of their, kind of their game plan, and they did it very well. And, and uh, like I said, we're, you know, we're, unfortunately we're having to go home for the season and, and um, it's a bummer because we've had a really fun season and I didn't want it to end, but that's the postseason sometimes and that's how it goes. Yeah, well, and, and everyone knows that, you know, crazy stuff like this <clears throat> can happen in the postseason and just seems like all these factors together are just kind of a, a perfect storm for an upset. I mean, is that mm-hmm. would that be something you agree with? Yeah, I, I think that's the anatomy of an upset. If you go on the road, you have to shoot the ball very well. you got to get to the line. Uh, I think they were 21 of 27 from the foul line. I, had to, I looked at it. Uh, we were four for five. I mean, so, um, like I said, they knocked down open shots. They knocked down tough shots. They knocked down shots at the end of the possession. Like I said, I don't know how many rebounds we had because we didn't have very, very many chances to rebound because they were just putting shots in. And so, uh, you know, that's just – it happens sometimes. You don't want it to happen, um, you know, for us and – um, but uh, you know, I, I just I, I can't say enough about how they played. I mean, they were. I mean, they came out loose, and they were, and they were shooting the ball well, and they hung around, and, and that's just how it goes sometimes. And so, you know, learning opportunity for our guys, and you know, that that's about all you can really say for it. Is we've just got to we've got to all learn from it, and um, you know, just. Just uh, headed into the off season with uh, with uh, with a sour taste in our mouth, and be ready to get better and and um, come back next year. I'll resume my conversation with Grundy Center boys basketball coach Brent Thorin next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Extra, extra, read all about it. The Grundy Register keeps you in touch with what's happening in Grundy Center, Dyke, BCLUW, and AGWSR land. There are pictures from area sporting events, pictures of engagements, anniversaries, what's happening around towns, and homes for sale. The Grundy Register makes sure that you know everything that is happening with two easy ways to read it. You need a subscription today. Call 319-824-6958 and read all about it. Hi, this is Sammy Cummings with Greenbelt Bank and Trust. Our newest location in Parkersburg is open to assist you with all your banking needs. Our lobby hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., and drive-up hours Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30 
Our mobile banking unit features in-person, full-service banking, a convenient drive-up, and a night deposit option. We can help you with a full line of products and services, from a new checking or savings account to a large variety of loan options. We think you will enjoy seeing familiar faces, a new location, and another reason that Greenbelt Bank & Trust is leading the way. Iowa Falls, Parkersburg, Ackley, Grundy Center, Eldora, and Belmont. Greenbelt Bank & Trust, member FDIC, Equal Housing Limited. An hour Zuma conversation with Grundy Center Boys basketball coach Brent Thorin on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. You end up going a uh, two, one and two, and one and three in your last four games of the regular season. You lose four of your last five overall. So, um, uh, unfortunately, you kind of back into the postseason from from that standpoint. Uh, I mean, you were playing really good teams down the stretch, like GR Hudson. They have a you know they have a really solid team, rolling stories. Yeah. Well, you beat Montezuma, but you think backing into the playoffs like that, you know, going you know one and three to end the regular season, did, was that something that had anything to do with it? You think, or uh, I mean, because you had a week between playoffs too, you know. I don't think so. I, I think that we just played some really good teams. You, I, you know, rolling story. We played rolling story to two points. They're number two in the state. You know, Hudson's going to make a deep run. They play Union. Hudson's really good. Watch what GR does in 1A. I mean, it, you know, I, I don't want to insult the teams that we played because they're really good. And so I think that our guys, if, when we're rolling out eight guys and five of them are sophomores of the eight and two are juniors of our eight, I think that if there's a lot of growth that can be learned from when we're going against teams that are a lot of juniors and seniors. And so I think that for us, you know, it's a learning opportunity uh, for us. I I really think that, you know, for the most part, um, we were competitive in most of those games. Um, And so it's just, it's just a natural progression of learning from it and um, just being better for it. I mean, we're not, you know, we, you know, we just have to learn from it and just, and um, you know, move on and, and hopefully motivate us in the off season um, to come back next year. And, and I uh, remember these games and, and um, you know, just continue to grow from it and just be better because of it. You bet. And, you know, you have two seniors on this roster, only one of them, which, you know, played in, in, in every game. So I have to imagine that, you know, this is as big of a, a motivating factor for all the, the young guys coming back next year. I got to imagine, right? I think so. I mean, we've got a lot of good guys on our on our squad, um, you know, and, and I know that they're really competitive and they didn't like how the season ended tonight. Um, you know, they're they're used to being really successful. And um, but, you know, I, I, I want to believe that um, in the long run, we'll be better because of this. You know, unfortunately, right now, it really stinks to have to you know deal with it go through it and that type of thing and i feel terrible for our seniors because they've been just tremendous leaders and and um we're just outstanding all season long of just being the constant teammate and everything that you want in your seniors of leadership and positivity and and just helping out the younger guys and that type of thing um but i'd like to also think that the guys that we've got coming back can be really good and um for years to come and um you know, um, we we just have to get some. We just have to grow uh, in in our in some areas, and uh, we're also going to rely on some some new guys coming up as well. So that's the exciting part too. So got a good core group of guys coming back, and add some more pieces to that, and um, hopefully we can be competitive again next year. 
All right, well, I'll, I'll catch you here over the next uh, couple weeks for a full season recap, but uh, anything else you want to share uh, at this time before we wrap up here tonight? Yeah, I just want to, I mean, I just appreciate, you know, what, what you guys in the media do for our kids and just promoting them and stuff like that. Um, I, I feel bad about how they've season ended tonight, but um, a lot of good things that happened throughout the season to focus on as well. And uh, But just thanks to everybody supporting our team, the community and everything like that. Um, it's been great. So thank you for all that. All right, Grundy Center Boys basketball coach Brent Thorne, thanks for the time, coach, and uh, best of luck here in the offseason. Thank you. We'll be back on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. It's state wrestling week, and if you're grappling on what to get with groceries in your own house, well, listen to this from Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. They have some great specials like Frito-Lay party-sized chips, $3.99. Totino's Pizza Rolls, two boxes for $3. Also, fresh asparagus for $1.99 a pound. Ambrosia apples, 99 cents a pound. And Libby's Vegetables, five cans for $5. There's many other specials. Plus, if you have the mobile app, you save $5 when you spend $50 or more. Show the mobile app app at checkout for that discount. It's Brothers Market, open seven days a week, Parkersburg and Grundy Center, where they treat you like family. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show on 98.9 KQCR. It is now time for our South Harden segment of the show. Unfortunately, Tiger Head Boys basketball coach John Phillips was unable to join us on today's program. However, let's tell you about what the Tigers have done here in the past week, and it's been two playoff victories. Let's start back on Monday night, February 13th. They got the postseason underway in the district quarterfinal round. A 79-45 to victory over Colfax Mingo in Eldora. It was a Tiger Hawk team coming out of Colfax Mingo that had only won one game on the season. But it was Colfax Mingo somehow with a 19-17 lead uh, after the first quarter. But the Tigers stormed back, outscoring the Tiger Hawks. 23-7 in the second period for a 40-26 to halftime lead. South Harden had it uh, rolling pretty well offensively that night. Outscored them 21-11 in the third and 18-8 in the fourth quarter for what ended up being a, go- a blowout victory going away. 79-45, uh, to the final score. The Tigers shot 50.8%. They were only 2 of 13 from a three-point range, but uh, they out-rebounded the Tiger Hawks 42-23. to and it was uh, they also recorded 16 steals as well. Mikhail McGonigal had 13 points. Also, Lane Lucan had 13. Ryan Walters with 11 points to uh, lead the way for South Harden in that game as the Tigers were able to uh, move on to the next round of the playoffs. Also, Dallas Jones, 11 points in that game as well. So another senior getting involved there. Then it was a road victory, short road trip, but they defeated Hardin County rival Iowa Falls Alden, 70-56 to on the road. It was a pretty tight game, especially in the first half, 31-17 Tigers at halftime, but they were able to outscore the Cadets 19-12 to in the third quarter to uh, pull away, and they end up winning the game by 14 points. So Iowa Falls Alden was the two seed in that bracket despite being 9 and 13 overall and South Harden moved to 14 and 9 and got the victory on the road albeit a short road trip but they are moving on to the next round of the postseason we'll take a time out we'll talk about that upcoming game next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show Did you know that February is Financial Aid Month? At Ellsworth Community College, they're dedicated to helping you with the financial aid process. Don't let the numbers scare you away. Their financial aid team will be with you every step of the way. Ellsworth Community College works hard to make college accessible to all. Almost all of their students qualify for some sort of financial aid. Let them help you create your experience at ECC in Iowa Falls. 
Call them today, 641-648-4611, or visit ellsworthcollege.com. Ellsworth Community College, new tradition, real success. Hi, this is Sammy Cummings with Greenbelt Bank & Trust. Our newest location in Parkersburg is open to assist you with all your banking needs. Our lobby hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., and drive-up hours Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30. Our mobile banking unit features in-person, full-service banking, a convenient drive-up, and a night deposit option. We can help you with a full line of products and services, from a new checking or savings account to a large variety of loan options. We think you will enjoy seeing familiar faces, a new location, and another reason that Greenbelt Bank and Trust is leading the way. Iowa Falls, Parkersburg, Ackley, Grundy Center, Eldora, and Belmont. Greenbelt Bank and Trust, member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show on 98.9 KQCR. It's our South Harden segment, and the Tiger Boys will be moving on to face Roland Story coming up on Tuesday night, February 21st, in the District Final. The Norsemen are 22-1, and and they've been ranked all season long. They're number two in Class 2A, so it might be an uphill battle for the Tigers. But South Harden is on a roll already with two postseason games under their belt. Roland Story is uh, coming in, like I said, just that, that one loss on the season. And it was back in mid-January to Grandview Christian, who doesn't lose to anybody. So that is what it's looking like for... South Harden's opponent, Roland Story. Isaiah Naylor is the uh, leading scorer for the Norsemen, coming in with 18.2 points per game. Jonathan Wilkinson at 16 points per game on 47% shooting. Luke Patton, 10.4 points per game on 48% shooting. He also averages a double-double as well with 13 rebounds per game. Roland Story has been a pretty good-looking team throughout the season, only committing like less than Nine turnovers per game, 8.9, that's insane. And then rebounding it 41 times per game as a team they're shooting just under 45%. So it might be a little bit of an uphill battle for South Harden coming up on Tuesday night. It'll be at Gilbert High School in the district final. The, whoever wins that game will be one win away from the state tournament. South Harden, 14-9 and nine overall. Roland Story, 22-1 and one overall. So, that being said, that's coming up at 7 o'clock p.m. Tuesday night at Gilbert High School. Again, that's been our South Harden segment here on the Brothers Market Coaches Show, and we will be back after this. Delivering local news, sports, and information from north-central Iowa to the world. 98.9 FM, KQCR, Parkersburg. And at RadioOnTheGo.com. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by Clarksville Boys Basketball Coach Eric Crandall as uh, we're recapping the 2022-23 season. Coach, before we uh, talk about the season as a whole here, let's go back to this past Monday night, a trip over to Delhi to take on Maquoketa Valley in the first round of the postseason. You end up falling a 65-36. to Can you go back and recap this one? It looks like a, kind of a fast start for Maquoketa Valley, and you guys only held uh, you know three points in that first quarter there. It was a it was a tough night. We uh, we turned the ball over eleven times in the first quarter. Um, we just couldn't, you know, we couldn't relax. I think we were we were out of the combination, nervous but excited to play, and and 
wanted to come out and match energy with them and and we were throwing the ball around uncharacteristically and it took about five minutes into the game before we even got our third shot attempt i think i was just doing the stats and um yeah turnovers were definitely a big factor and they've got you know they they play about six guys that are all capable of shooting the three and their point guard is is a very very good ball handler and and uh created some space for himself and got himself shots and his teammates open and you know when we did get shots um we did have a a slow start anyway but then we did make a nice little run in the second quarter but uh overall it was uh tough to keep up with them and for the whole game you know turnovers were a problem but we did have a lot of guys that that uh did keep playing through some early struggles and uh we had a pretty long stretch of the game after the you know we fell behind we did have a big stretch where uh we played them even for roughly two and a half quarters it was just it was just too much of a tough start to overcome and um you know credit to them they went on and, and won another game here on on thursday so they they're still advancing but um yeah it was it was a tough way to end the season but you know uh proud of the guys for at least for at least fighting that night and trying to overcome the slow start yeah, so big picture, you end up finishing the season 9-13 and 13 overall. Huge turnaround from uh, last year uh, on one of the best seasons, really, for Clarksville boys basketball uh, here in uh, in the recent history. Um, what, what do you think were some of the biggest factors in you know this 9-13 season and helping get this program turned around? There was a lot of continuity. We had several players that uh, were back for, I guess, their third season with me and um, you know, our second or third season, and and we grew up together a little bit. We had we had good senior leadership. Um, guys played together in the off season and and got better physically in the weight room and um, had some success in football and uh, helped helped build some confidence and helped helped them think that you know they had every reason to to belong on the court with everybody we were playing and and they absolutely do. So uh, just a part of it was a confidence thing, part of it was continuity and um, guys just proving. Uh, Certainly they worked hard and, and uh, were able to take some very good steps for the program. And hopefully now that you know one senior class has graduated, well, hopefully we can still keep it going and, and keep building on it. Yeah, and so uh, just looking at your schedule here, this is something we talked about here a few weeks ago, but you started with uh, quite a few win- quite a few of the wins uh, happening in the early part of the season and then, you know, toward the later end of January and into the, the, the February games, you know, it was a lot more of the losses, but that you had said that maybe that was kind of more of a result of your uh, strength of schedule. But, uh, I mean, either way, you were still hanging pretty close with some of those better teams on your schedule. Um, can you just talk about kind of that aspect of your season and kind of your, your strength of schedule and how it uh, – ended up kind of resulting in an unbalanced type of season there yeah um we had some games that you know we played we played some different teams in the first part but you know in our conference schedule four and two in the first half and two and four in the second half um we were able to beat Janesville and Chipola the first time around at home and then uh had tough losses to them on the road and we had a we had a few you know bumps and bruises injuries along the second half of the season they all kind of seemed to happen then and, and people keep being sick and um and whatnot but overall i think uh our shooting um cooled off a little bit in the second half i don't know if it was just result of a long season i know obviously the teams that were playing us again or, or playing us for the first time were definitely probably seeing our early results and knew that they'd take us a little more seriously than in the past so they might have spent a little more time scouting and trying to take away what we were trying to do best but uh you know, it was it was a it was a frustrating part of the season in January, especially. But um, just the way that the guys kept coming to practice and and listening and working and trying to get better and 
and you know stay together as a team and we were able to pull out one of our wins on senior night so that was that was a good way to send uh those guys out but um it was a it was a kind of a backward season in a way i mean you like to play your best basketball at the end of the year and um i thought we were playing well but you know our opponents probably took maybe bigger steps during the year than we did and maybe we we peaked a little early but uh to come out of the gates like we did certainly shows that we have you know some ability in the program and um the guys were buying in especially and and playing with a lot of confidence and energy at that point and uh hopefully we can keep it going through a full season through you know full 32 minute games that was one thing that we talked about a lot was we play well for stretches of two three quarters in games and some games we didn't have it for all four so uh, we just got to keep building our depth and keep building uh skill level and and uh physicality so that we can withstand any injuries that come along or or as uh, opponents improve that we keep improving along with them Let's talk about some of your key contributors here this year. You know, a lot of the talk um, throughout the season here has been, you know, the play of uh, your top scorers and Eli Schmidt and Jacob Stauffer, both in double figures, both, you know, shooting over 40% on the season. Uh, those guys, obviously, kind of the, the front runners as far as, uh, you know, the, the accolades and everything. Uh, but then, uh, you know, get lots of other guys that are contributing in the lineup. Can you just talk about uh, some of the, you know, biggest impact players throughout this season that uh, kind of led the way for your program? Yeah, Eli and Jake, certainly, you know, they were two of the guys that have been basically starters since day one that I've been there. And, um, you know, Jake was a senior finishing off a, a very strong career. He had some some big personal numbers, that, uh, achievements that he accomplished this year and proud to send him out with some with some good memories senior year with some more wins and stuff. Um, and certainly Eli, you know, come back for another year and he's he's up there and scoring already for as far as like the school school years go so see what he can do his senior year and there's a lot of leadership that does fall on those guys um or did fall on those guys and, and will continue to with eli moving forward but uh our other seniors levi campman and connor stone in the starting lineup and brent reince and uh ethan myers off the bench they they were constants i mean they were they were very positive they were supportive um they worked hard levi and connor you know started every game this year and showed a lot of improvements over last year. Uh, Sam Hooger and Rex Ross also uh, started between them. One of the other guy basically started every game this year. And uh, Sam did come off the bench late in the year and actually uh, kind of thrived in that role. Started hitting double figures pretty consistently. And um, he's a key guy for us going forward, and Rex is too. So it was a, you know, played mostly maybe seven top guys, but contributions from top to bottom um you know we, we dressed 14 by the end of the year and some guys that just played jv but everybody contributed and the guys that that earned varsity spots during the year um certainly excited about working them with them more in the future so uh, i like the way we're going um the guys this year did a very good thing you know moving moving the program forward and getting getting some accolades and getting some notice around the conference we had a lot of a lot of respect from the other coaches at the all-conference meeting last week. So uh, that was nice to see. And so, you know, they, they see what the progress we've made. And, and there is a lot of talent leaving the conference through graduation this year. So, you know, I think the conference might be a little more open next year. So we'll see, we'll see where we stack up in there. But I'm um, just looking forward to, to the continued work that these guys have put in and, can, and thankful for the work that the seniors have put in for me. 
I'll resume my conversation with Clarksville boys basketball coach Eric Crandall next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Butler Bremer Communication cheers on the Clarksville basketball and the NBC wrestling teams this winter. Good luck in the tournament, Indians. And there's no luck needed in having dependable, super-fast internet when you hook up with Butler Bremer Communication. If you live in Clarksville or surrounding communities, call their office in Plainfield and have more internet speed for your money. They also provide regular telephone as well as high-def cable TV. Contact Butler Bremer today, 319-276-4458. Butler Bremer Communications, bringing the world to Clarksville. Farming isn't just your livelihood, it's your life. No one understands that better than Farm Bureau Financial Services. We offer comprehensive coverage that protects your farm or ranch, machinery, livestock, and so much more. You'll get customized coverage and policy with one premium and one deductible when you need it most. Contact Farm Bureau agent Dave Eberlein in Clarksville and learn more about smarter insurance for agriculture. Call 319-278-1144. Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company, Western Agricultural Insurance Company. I now resume my conversation with Clarksville boys basketball coach Eric Crandall on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Looking back at the season, what would you say would uh, were some of the biggest moments or biggest highlights of the season? Uh, just, you know, just the growth, basically, the, the team, the confidence the team played with. Uh, we had good chemistry. Um, guys seemed to seemed to enjoy playing a game with each other, and um, and that's that's very important, especially, you know, the second half of the year we had some some tough stretch results-wise, but the guys kind of stuck together, and um, it helps. It's a, it's a smaller school, and, the, you know, everybody's, everybody bands together and, and competes in other sports and does other things. You know, year-round basically for their whole high school career and, and before that so um, it's pretty tight-knit group um, that was fun to see uh, specific games I mean we, we played really well uh, in some games early in the year especially but like the Janesville game was probably one of our better ones but senior night winning uh, playing Sandsger and having a nice nice game there and a really really good crowd that was fun um, I know at senior night they a lot of the top memories that the guys had when that, that was announced was was getting a sweep of Don Bosco this year. So that meant a lot. Of this, that's a program that's kind of had our number in the past. So our guys, you know, know a little bit about the history and and uh, enjoyed stepping up and meeting that challenge. So just I think for the most part, I think the players that you know would hopefully say they had a, a positive positive year and 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 gained something from it. So. You know, wins and losses are great, but uh, just the memories that hopefully they take forward and, and uh, seeing what, what the work entails that to be successful and, and taking that with them into next season or into other ventures is, is always important too. You bet. So you ended up having the, the five seniors on your roster here this season. You touched on them a little bit earlier, but uh, if you could just maybe, you know, uh, highlight your, your seniors and, you know, being able to help uh, turn this program around and, you know, provide that, that great leadership, you know, uh, especially, you know, being the guys that have, you know, put in the all the, all this work and even, you know, they've gone from kind of the lowest to the lowest here to, you know, uh, turning the program around in a big way. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I would say Jake Stauffer was – was kind of our heart and soul this year. I mean, he he really we really definitely played. You know, as long as he played, um, just excellent leader, great work ethic on the court, and um, and you know, just just outstanding year in football, and and carried over to basketball. He had his best year in basketball and set a lot of career highs on the court too. So uh, Levi Campman has just been 
um, an excellent positive leader basically from day one that I, I came into the program you know he was a sophomore when I met him going into an open gym in the in the fall and uh, he's just been he come to work every day and has really improved uh, both as a leader and as a player um, and just a great uh, influence and always keeps the younger guys going very positive and and a big help to the coaching staff that way. Uh, Connor Sassone came in uh, last year as a junior and came off the bench for us last year and, like I said, started every game this year. And he's definitely a guy that uh, keeps everybody loose and uh, great for team chemistry and, and works hard and has a lot of skill. And, you know, basketball may not necessarily be his number one thing, but uh, it's hard to be hard to believe that if you see that some of the games that he played how well he played at times and um like i said ethan myers off the bench and brent reince um you know same same thing met them when they were sophomores and and they've uh you know stuck with the program which says a lot and uh maybe not gotten the minutes that they've wanted to but always helped their teammates always came practice worked hard um try to take advantage of the opportunities when they came and uh just it takes everybody to to build a program up like you know the starting five practices against you know five other guys at times in practice and so you need everybody so uh very proud of the group very proud of the the character of the guys and uh like i said to stick with you know first year we didn't win a game last year we won two just you know, it's it's that's not as fun as you know winning half your games or close to half your games like this year but but they just kept going and and that means a lot to me and uh i appreciate them very much and hopefully uh, if they ever need something from me they won't hesitate to reach out in the future and for the guys that will be coming back the next year um when it comes to this off season uh what are kind of your some of your general expectations there to you know make sure the guys are um you know firing on all cylinders and ready to roll once once next season rolls around we've had uh some good relationships with other other schools in the past where you know, we're invited to spring leagues and, and summer stuff and um, and we'll have open gyms and we'll have, uh, you know, summer camp and stuff. So, and some of the guys go to individual camps, I know, but um, a lot of these guys, basketball is, is one of their main things. And so I know they're going to continue to work hard. I think, I think our freshmen, especially we had five freshmen that primarily play JV, but uh, I think them seeing, the results of the work that the that the older group has put in um, will do nothing but help because those those five freshmen are going to be counted on a lot next year to help replace some of what we lose on the court and with leadership. Um, we've got some we've got a good big junior class coming back, and then uh, we got three sophomores this year that I expect will take steps up and and uh, help things go forward next year too. So. A lot of work to be done. Um, certainly there's a ton of areas that we can improve in, and uh, playing basketball together is, is always a good thing, helping with that. But um, these guys are, are very positive and, and work hard and, like I said, good chemistry. So uh, it's just exciting to see what, what could be and, and hopefully what does become of, of Clarksville basketball. Well, Coach, we're just about out of time here, but anything else that you'd like to share, anything that I uh, didn't think to ask before we wrap up here today? Um, just big, big thank you to our fans. Big thank you to our parents, um, the assistant coaches, uh, Ethan Schmidt and Mallory Hoodrew did a great job all year. Uh, Mallory also coaching the junior high and Ethan coaching the JV and they're both helping with varsity. So uh, very busy schedules for them, but uh, they, they were awesome to work with and 
to see them work with the players is is very encouraging too and and then uh thank you for to my wife for basically being a single parent for the basketball season with our two young kids but um she took care of so much for me at home and uh thanks to you for your coverage of us and and the coaches shows i really appreciate it and glad to be a part of it all right clarksville boys basketball coach eric randall appreciate the time coach and uh, have a great off season thanks john more is coming up next on the brothers market coaches show it's state wrestling week and if you think you're paying too much for your groceries do a reversal and come back to brothers market in grundy center or parkersburg where they have some great specials going on this week that includes betty crocker cake or brownie mix two boxes for three dollars pick up you'll play yogurts 10 for six dollars brothers market has best choice russet potatoes a five pound bag for 2.99 best choice pasta for just 99 cents and fresh chicken wings a dollar 59 per pound so pin down your grocery list say money and get a win going to Brothers Market, Highway 57 in Parkersburg, Highway 175 in Grundy Center, where they treat you like family. Back one final time with this week's edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Thanks to all of our area coaches for joining us on today's program. If you missed any of it, you can find it on demand at RadioOnTheGo.com. Then be sure to tune in, of course, next week for another edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Coming up later this morning, we'll have more action from the consolation rounds at the State Wrestling Tournament at Wells Fargo Arena, and then championships coming up tonight. That's it for this week's edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm John Moenkel reporting for Radio On The Go Sports. You've been listening to the Brothers Market Coach's Corner. Now checked out for this Saturday. If you missed today's program, listen to the podcast under the sports tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. Tune in again next Saturday at 10 a.m. as we bag up another order from our area coaches on the Brothers Market Coach's Corner on 98.9 KQCR Parkersburg. And remember, for groceries this weekend, shop Brothers Market, Parkersburg, and Grundy Center, and make sure to download their free mobile app for exclusive specials. Brothers Market, where they treat you like family.